Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right now, though, we want to uh, bring some of our top talkers on and have a chat with some of the guys who have been watching stories in many cases, a little bit closer to home. We've got Scott Thompson here from Global News Radio Hamilton, uh, my guest here right now, and Craig Needles as well from Global News Radio London. Guys, uh, great to have you here. Great for It's great for me to be here. I only found out a couple of hours ago, so it's a, it's a pleasant surprise for everybody. Um, <laughs> How are you even awake? <laughs> um, you know, some would question whether or not I am. Uh, I think I'm resting parts of my brain while relying on others. Um, speaking of resting part of your brain, guys, robocalls. I mean, they eventually became an actual political scandal here in Canada. In the U.S., a regulator is demanding that they just be turned off, that we just get rid of them, that robocalls be put out of their misery and we get our misery not eliminated, but reduced along with them. It's funny, even my, my little guys, my six and my four-year-old, have learned to sigh with disgust when a robot calls us at home. So I guess I'll put the question to you, Scott, first, and then Craig will bring you in in a minute. Scott, is there any point to be using these damn things anymore? With all the other marketing tools and information tools out there, why do we still have robocalls at all? I think you're absolutely a nail on the head here, Matt, and, and your kids are speaking volumes. My kid, We still have a landline at home because I have a home studio and I need it. Same. Uh, that being said, it's got to the point now where the kids don't even answer the dang landline. <laughs> and if it's a number or something they don't recognize, forget it. And same thing, my my. My boy will pick up the line and, you know, we don't participate in telemarketing, blah, 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 blah. And I can't see this doing anything for the telephone in the sense that this is just driving people away from them. I mean, the only reason I have one is because I have to. But at the end of the day, uh, and I guess you're getting it on cellular, cellular devices as well. But as you mentioned, there's just so many other ways to communicate. People are just going to get turned off. Well, Craig, I mean, to that point, I mean, I can say this freely now because I suspect my wife is probably not listening. But the only things we use the landline for are basically robocalls coming into us and my wife's like mandatory six hour a day phone call with her mom so <laughs> with this being the point i mean i think scott could be onto something not only is it annoying it could actually be accelerating the end of the landline yeah well, i i have a website because the company that i will not name on the air essentially begged me to take it and gave it to me for free that's essentially the reason i have a landline so there's no other to do at this point uh, i i we get this all the time we Right away, uh, in the municipal election that we just had, there was a candidate were broken, and I got three calls from them the day before election day. Uh, that candidate did not wind up winning, uh, perhaps surprisingly. Uh, so, yeah, I have no problem with saying, you know, the politicians are not using this thing anymore. Uh, there are two, so many other tools in the toolbox that are less annoying, and and maybe we're saving these people from themselves. Like, who who wants to get robocalls, and who says, oh, I got a robocall from a very nice, uh, very nice machine today? You know what? I'm going to vote for the person the machine said to. I don't think anyone's saying that. And I, yeah, you know what? During the the campaign we just had roll up in Toronto, you know, it almost became for me, uh, Scott. 
how it was a game I was playing with myself. How quickly could I identify by that weird, awkward half-second gap before the robot stops talking to you? How long until I could just basically go, oh, this is useless, and just hit disconnect and get rid of it? I mean, someone's spending money on these things. It's still something that's valuable as a service, at least for the companies to be offering it. They're making money. They're not getting any votes out of me. It's wasted money as far as I'm concerned. It would be interesting to know what the stats are and how many people hang up and at what point during the call they do hang up and how many actually listen right to the very end. But I think it's just another example of politicians giving us more of what we don't want. I mean, this is, you know, Craig said this before, that who's celebrating who's celebrating the robocall today? I mean, you know, give us what we want, not what we don't want. Let's talk about a different kind of celebration. Uh, look, guys, I mean, because I'm a very serious journalist, what I've done here in the studio is turn off our internal news feed. I've put on the Leaf game because I'm a hockey fan. Um, and it's not like there's anything happening in the world right now I should be aware of. Uh, if, if anything weird happens, Tony will let me know. He'll keep, he'll keep me looped into this. I'm a hockey fan. I love sports. I love competition. But when I read about this story after a hockey game out in Kitchener, Ontario, where a minor hockey team got crushed, 41 to nothing. I started wondering if at a certain point this is not just an act of cruelty. Should there be, when you're, especially when you're looking at minor league sports, Craig, should there be a mercy rule when a team falls so many number of points behind, the game just gets called? Yeah, and you know what? I don't want a baseball league to have that. If you're down by X number of points after X number of innings, things up or, or whatever. You know, I think we should have well, but I understand the desire to to have kids all the right game situation. This game that we were talking about here had 12-minute period, so it was 36 minutes long, and one of the teams scored 41 times. That is more than a goal per minute. No math was it, but I can tell. So I don't know what was going on here. I don't know if the team was deliberately trying to run it up. The comparison I used on my show was the coach of the Hawks in the first game the Mighty Duck played. Uh, I don't know if that's what we were going for here, but clearly there was some sort of breakdown somewhere. And, yeah, there, there, there's got to be something in the rules that puts an end to this. These are, these are pretty young kids here. You know, Scott, I mean, I, I love competition, right? I mean, I think competition's important, and I want my kids to learn to compete. But at a certain point, you're you're not doing them any favors if what you're actually doing them is just teaching them futility and despair. I've got an 11-year-old and 16-year-old. The girl is 16, the boy 11. They both play hockey. Both have played since probably five or six years of age and been in tournaments, all that sort of stuff, including the ones where they get shellacked. Not quite this bad. You have to think at what point do they say, well, you know, maybe we should look at this. When it gets to 20 to 1 or 20 to nothing, sorry, or, or, or 30, there's so many different things you can do in scenarios like this where there's a situation where it's 40 to 1. You can easily forfeit the game, give it to the other team, but keep them playing for the ice time by, again, as they did here, passing it so many times, taking so many people off the ice, even mixing the teams. Who cares? There's lots of ways around this. And, and, and most house leagues that my kids have played in, there's different levels for different you know, um, skills in the game. So the kids that are just starting out aren't playing with the kids that are trying to get into rap. I mean, that is just uh, the way it should be. And, and with things like tournaments, though, it's very difficult because you're bringing people in from, from different uh, towns and cities and such. Yeah. yeah, more needs to be done to make sure when this does happen, there is a plan to keep it fun, use up your ice time, keep you on the ice, and still, you know, have a good time. One thing, guys, I want to uh, I want to get you on the record here for, just because I like to make life awkward for my my news colleagues. I want to get as 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 quick as you want. You don't have to uh, burn a lot of airtime on this one, guys. But while I've got you here, we're probably thirty, maybe forty minutes away from our first real volley of results coming in from the United States. 
I want to I get your predictions, but I want to get your predictions kind of twofold. I want to know what you think is actually going to happen tonight, and I want to know in general terms what you think is going to happen, and I'll kind of colloquially just call it next. What do we think is going to come uh, based on your prediction? If it unfolds the way you think, what is actually going to happen next? Craig, I'll come to you first on this one. Two, two-prong question, man. What happens tonight, and what follows from that? Senate stays red. House goes blue. House, uh, that what happens next is House tries to launch budget investigation into Donald Trump that wind up being fun political theater. And Scott, I mean, same question to you. What do you think happens? Well, uh, you know, uh, people are predicting, and how could you predict any of this, that the House will go to the Democrats. That being said, uh, I just see more divisiveness come tomorrow, more of the same, more of the same. And you have to ask yourself moving forward how long Donald Trump can keep playing this card, and will he run the same campaign for the second election as he did for the first? Guys, appreciate this. Uh, we're we're going to move on to some other stuff. Always great to talk with you guys. Thanks, Matt. All right, Craig Needle, Scott Thompson, Scott from Global News Radio Hamilton, and Craig from Global News Radio London.